everyone. Hi. I'm here with Katie Stahl. Ah, we've never I'm been so a guest excited. before. <laughs> Katie Stahl from the Cookie Cutter Podcast. Yeah, check it out. I will link it below mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I've known Katie for a while. I feel like we always argue about how long we've known each other. I'd no, we say, do. I'd say five years. Isn't that crazy? Because we were friends before I was pregnant and that was four and a half years ago. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was five years. Five I thought years. it was a little longer. Like maybe five and a half or something. I don't know. Sure. Either way. Known Katie for a while. Met Either in college. Way. Been through a lot together, buddy. I was going to say I'm excited to have her here, but you have me here. I'm at your house. <laughs> <laughs> and it just took us an hour and a half to set up for this episode. It'll because be fine. we are dumb. Well, I'm trying new things. Yeah, exactly. And you have like a fantastic setup. Way better. I was just on my fucking MacBook at the start of my podcast, you know? Yeah. I like just recently got a nice mic and you have this whole setup. Like it's amazing. Well, it has grounding issues. We've learned. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just charging poor issues. Yeah. There's something going on. It might be your outlet. That's what I just said that it's, it could totally be that outlet. Like everything in this house is so shoddy. Either way, whatever. Anyways, very excited to be together yet again. This is our what third episode we've recorded together. Actually, I think it's technically fourth because we did two in one sitting. Uh, true. Yeah. So check out my podcast because Brad's episode will be up soon. And we talked about our eating disorders, which was a really good one. And then we also talked about basically just sex, like kind of like gay sex and also Sex, sex and just how we feel about men and women and our sexuality and it was good i like yeah. that episode a lot yeah yeah it was fun it wasn't like gross sex i think it, it wasn't like you were literally talking about a man sucking his own dick <laughs> no he wasn't sucking his own dick actually he was jerking off into his own mouth Thank okay you very much literally so much worse <laughs> very different <laughs> very different scenarios there's your sneak peek from that episode yeah if you want to hear more about that guy jerking off in his own mouth head over to katie's podcast check out his only fans <laughs> but so what are we talking about today we're here to talk about media and how it has changed over the years which i'm very excited for me too i love that topic because there are certain things that i think a lot of people don't even remember like when we were younger don't you remember like obviously cable Mm-hmm. Like, and you had like certain channels. Well, we definitely came up with VHS. I think that was our first. Oh yeah. Like tapes. Yeah. Videotapes. Um, and being taped. What, do you remember actually being taped by your family with yeah. a camcorder? Yes. I do too. Yeah. And I remember like if you were on the news or something, your family had put in a blank vhs right to like record what was on tv yeah the invention of like dvr and being able to like pause and rewind your tv and fast forward through commercials was oh my gosh i mean changing well and honestly it was really late in our lives Mm -hmm. like i think i was i wasn't i was probably in high school like when when i think that we had the ability to do that even we came from like bunny ear tvs I saw this mm-hmm. TikTok and it was like, I used to have TVs with an ass, not a flat screen. I was like, yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally remember that. And I remember getting Netflix in the mail and I... Yes, DVDs yes. delivered to your house. Yeah. That's how Netflix started. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. And I, I really didn't transition for a long time. Like, I feel like, was Netflix a thing when i was like in college like when i entered in 2014 oh yeah oh yeah it was a thing in like high school i remember okay. i had netflix when i was okay in high school. i guess i just like wasn't paying attention but 
Um, it wasn't nearly as big. Like, not everybody used it because everybody was still right watching TV. Well, and when I was younger, I remember, like, blockbusters. And obviously, those are video stores in general are dying because of the creation of, you know, Netflix, Netflix Hulu, Hulu, everything. And having any movie and TV show at our fingertips in our own homes. Yeah, and you can just, like, stream them on demand now. Right. Like, even if it's not a movie that's on netflix or hulu you don't have to wait you don't have to go anywhere right you just go to like amazon prime and, and you like, just pay for the movie and watch it right there i sound so old saying this like such a crouchy old man but it does bother me that i feel like the invention of all of these services all these streaming services in particular at your fingertips it kind of gave us all the idea of like oh that's going to be so much cheaper than traditional cable or going to the movies all the time no when in reality if you're adding up netflix hulu hbo fucking what do you have amazon prime paramount plus everything that you need to be getting all of your favorite channels tv shows etc um add up it's like 80 bucks yeah much more than Thank God my mom is nice and like lets me use all her stuff. But. Well, that's the thing you just share. Mm-hmm. I'm on someone else's Disney Plus. I'm on someone else's Paramount Plus. Right. They use our HBO and something else. Like we that's all just share. Yeah. Because I don't have energy. I'm, I can't have another subscription service. I can't. No. I hate monthly subscriptions. Yeah. I think I too. only have like two, I think. I don't know. But also I'm, I'm like not a huge tv person like i would much rather scroll through tiktok or watch youtube videos i've always been like a youtube bitch i do love youtube yeah i actually pay for youtube premium i didn't until ledger was old enough to start watching stuff because i was so fucking annoyed how i would have to lean over every 30 seconds and like skip the ad Mm -hmm. Um, so i paid for you know (laughs) premium i think i could be fucking lazy that is first world problems i know (laughs) oh i know that sounds so bad i love it did you have like a favorite vhs tape oh yeah rugrats all the way and it was orange tape oh my god yeah that's mine too the orange tape the orange rugrats movie wet hands down love like i can't believe that they did that i love that how dare they do that something so incredible somebody recorded over it in my household with like (sighs) a jazz game or something really i thought they had a thing on those that like you couldn't record over them maybe i don't know do you remember when you like went and rented movies from like blockbuster or whatever yeah 100 percent. and they were vhs tapes but Uh you had to rewind them yourself that's another thing is i remember transitioning from vhs to dvd to kind of like Mm blu-ray to i mean i guess we're still in the dvd era but i haven't like gotten a dvd in years oh no i mean we have dvds like at my house and at like there's still like red box locations which i find insane yeah like in my in my opinion who even goes to the movies anymore oh i go to the movies a lot I, I love the movies. I don't. I mean, like, well, when you go to the movies, like, the only thing you're paying for is the atmosphere. Yes. Like, you're not paying for the movie at yes. all. You're paying for the popcorn, and you're paying for the big, comfy seat, and, like, just going to the theater. Right. And, like, I understand. Like, yeah, we'll go to the movies sometimes, but, like, nothing like it used to be. We would, like, try to go to the movies every two weeks or so. Right. To go see a cool new movie that you couldn't Especially see. Especially with the pandemic, so many... Um, movies that are out currently are also being offered mm-hmm. at the same rate um, for payment up front. And okay, but some just... of those are totally whack. Like, do you remember when Disney Plus was like, "Oh yeah, 
rent this movie twenty nine dollars. Oh yeah. Like you're hilarious. Yeah. You're hilarious. I will I will invite everybody I know to come watch that movie and we'll split it. Yeah. But like no way am I gonna pay twenty nine dollars to watch that movie. I will just wait. Do you remember like the start of social media or like the first social media that you had? One hundred percent Twitter. <gasps> mine was twitter too no mine was like so bad and i was on twitter whenever like it was just famous people uh-huh like only what celebrities had remember? twitter i think it was like 2008 so mine was my sophomore year so it would have been my freshman year yeah so i it would have 20... been like 2009 i think sure so around the same time yeah yeah i remember i would like tweet courtney kardashian <laughs> And just be like, hey, court. <laughs> Thank God I <laughs> deleted all of my old social media posts from like anything older than six months is like deleted now. Thank God, because I was such an idiot. Well, and it's there's like, oh, my God. I mean, speaking of that, like, I'll tell you right now, like the words that were in my vocabulary. <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, the only word I can say is unacceptable. Cringe. So like. I said the R word, like readily Wow. on social media. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, right. it was like, no one ever smacked my hand. Mm-hmm. No one ever was like, hey, that's wrong. And like, I didn't, there was never malice behind it. You know what I mean? Like, I never really thought what I was saying was wrong. I thought it was just like shock value, LOL, like South Park. Mm-hmm. You can just like say whatever. And it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was like a kid. Yeah. I mean, I was like, what? Uh, in my teens early teens 14 maybe yeah not even i would say like 13 mm-hmm. i like it is like so bad and like i actually look back on it recently so i downloaded time hop and so like some of my old stuff will come up and i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. the shit that i would say like ah! the shit that i would say i actually texted a friend of mine um she's black and i literally apologized i was like i'm so sorry for the way that i talked around you in high school or like early high school like late middle school like that's unacceptable when i was like yeah 14 maybe 15 she was like thanks i didn't think anything of it at the time either like it's just a part of having grown up in the midwest Mm -hmm. i mean like thank god i went to college and became you know Mm -hmm. woke and like more indoctrinated to (laughs) (laughs) like progressive thinking but right I mean, like now, you know, like I have a BLM flag on my house and I'm openly gay. And like back then I was closeted and hated myself and had a girlfriend and was racist. And like, just because that's what I was around. Yeah, I really. And I think that's so many people's experiences growing up. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. Yeah, it is. And like, I know I remember how dumb I was. I remember this was like my quote there was was it on facebook or myspace i don't remember but somewhere on some sort of social media profile you could have quotes that i like or whatever Uh and one of my quotes was oh i'm gonna puke it was like if more women would sit down then more men would stand up and be men or oh god it's something something to that effect I am Toxic mortified. femininity. Mortified. Like, I had big Republican energy, even though I've always been a Democrat. Same, same. I've always been very liberal. Um, but you, like, didn't understand what it meant yeah, when you were younger. Right. I didn't, I didn't understand. 
<laughs> well, and like those things are posted publicly for people to see, or they were. Yeah. And like no bitch said anything. No yeah. one came at me and was like, hey, you can't say that. Yeah. No one, no teacher, no adult. No. Nobody either. was like, hey, that's not cool to say, just so you know. I actually remember I got suspended in high school for using a slur. It was not the N word, but it was a slur. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I was suspended. And then after that, I was like, oh, real life repercussions. Right. Can't can't say those things. Those actually hurt people. Mm-hmm. Like people are getting killed. Mm-hmm. Like it's not fun to make fun of those things, to say those words, to hurt those people, to target those groups. Yeah. Fully understand now. Makes total sense. Yeah. Which is why it scares me. Like when we talk about media, like, you know, you go along with like cancel culture. I don't, I feel like cancel culture is going to be a very short lived thing. Because, like, as we get older... Do you feel that any of it is justified? Um, like, holding people accountable for their actions, do you feel like there's a timeline on that? I think that everyone should be held accountable for their actions entirely, but I do believe that people are allowed to change. You know what I mean? Like, if there's no growth, then there's no point in the fight. Like, you would hope that somebody would take what you had said to heart, learn from the experience, and change their actions. Because really, that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd go back and say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I think and that's there's what a celebrities big difference do. between the umbrella of cancel culture. I think there's a huge difference between um, a man who has sexually assaulted hundreds of women versus a 14 year old kid saying the r word or the n word on their twitter right 10 years ago 10 years ago yeah i think there's a huge difference um that your example 100 percent. that's crazy and i don't know i kind of feel like i say like everybody's allowed to change everybody's allowed to grow but i don't think you quite grow out of being a sexual predator no i mean for that example yeah i mean cancel culture i think is appropriate yeah you know like whenever people like someone goes into a movie theater and shoots up the whole crowd of people like in aurora colorado for example Mm -hmm. people knew that guy's name Mm -hmm. because he was like quote unquote at the time canceled i mean he wasn't canceled but like he was blasphemized like all over media like everyone was like this man so crazy whatever like you're kind of putting them in the spotlight for a negative reason it's like positive reinforcement for negative behavior i kind of don't like that part about it but i mean i do agree that like us as society like we have to look at the way that media twists things and react appropriately. Like, I don't know. I've never been someone who knows enough about one thing that I'm like ready to make like a full decision on it. Um, I think Chris Pratt is canceled. Do you know who For I'm what? talking about? Uh, apparently his church like hates gay people and he's homophobic or something. Mm. I don't know enough about the situation to be like, yeah, he's canceled. I hate him. Like, I don't know enough about it. You know, I'm not just going to yeah. believe that everyone hates him now. So I hate him now too. Right. I don't really like that. Right. I don't like that either. And if I hear like a big news story about someone famous being canceled, I will look into it. But I also like don't really speak on it and don't contribute to the conversation, like you said, because I very rarely know the entire story, know the whole situation. There have been times when I like stopped supporting people personally or financially right. that I felt like weren't good people. But I think it's been pretty rare that I've like spoken on i don't know i take very seriously what i decide to post on like socials and stuff which is funny because i will talk about like the stupidest grossest most obscene things but then i don't know well i think there's a difference when you talk about talking about things it's a little bit different than some of the things that go on that i think people really do deserve to be canceled for like bringing something that's like relevant right now to the times like the whole Kanye thing with Kim. 
Like, he's, like, buying houses right next to her and, like, stalking her and sending her threatening text messages. Like, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we can all pretty much agree that's not cool. Do I know the whole story? Absolutely not. Am I going to, like, download Kanye's music and, like, post and be like, love Kanye? No. Mm -hmm. Probably not, because I don't think I do, you know, Mm -hmm. based on what I do know. And, I mean, like, maybe that's just cancel culture, like, in a nutshell, you know, yeah. and like the way that media has like made everything so accessible nowadays that you just right, you kind of agree with everybody. Like right. group, group protest, everybody hates him now. And that's All what right. I'm saying is like, I I don't think we were ever meant to like know every person's every move, and I don't like that information coming at me. But on the other hand, I'm constantly on social media for personally but then also for work Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I'm exposed to a lot of that at a rate that I kind of wish I wasn't right um just because I think it's unhealthy for my mental state to be honest I don't know and it's like kind of that balance between I want to be informed and I want to know what the average person knows you know but I also I like being ignorant sometimes yeah ignorance is bliss (laughs) yeah I mean it really is And like, I mean, I think not with like the Ukraine shit. Like, I want to know that shit. I want to know what's going on in the world. But with like celebrity gossip, almost, I'm kind of like, oh, it just. I mean, like, I do want to know when someone's a bad person that maybe I was supporting. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, like I said, I don't think I agree with the whole canceling them forever and ever and ever. And you know, like, screw them. Let's destroy their career. Like, I don't like some of these people did work really hard. It just depends on what it is. Like, it's it's a very gray you know scenario where i'm just not sure if like you know someone like um i'll just say it donald trump Mm -hmm. like obviously canceled for me Mm -hmm. you know i mean like yeah canceled for sure like he's done a lot of awful things that are pretty verified at this Mm -hmm. point and i'm not like oh yeah he's an okay guy or whatever like no absolutely not dislike Mm -hmm. you get like a 15 minutes of fame for like dumb shit and then i also think you can just get a 15 minutes of shame for dumb shit yeah and just, you know, let it be 15 minutes of shame. But also remember that that's a person. Yeah. And I think that's everybody's problem. That's like really hard. You know what I mean? Like even people that are listening who might not know you or me, they might be like, oh my God, they they said that? Or mm-hmm. like, she thought that way. She really like thought that way about women being a woman herself. I hate her right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, how could you do that? Like, that's a person and who's obviously like really different and is growing, openly talking about it. You know, like, I think that's the difference like i'll be the first to call myself out mm-hmm. i will be the first to say like i used to suck not a good person i don't yeah. think i had very good values and i mean like i'm not gonna blame the media like some people do you know where they're like oh well the the media like that word was in that song and like mm-hmm. whatever like i'm not gonna blame the media like mm-hmm. i'm gonna say i was ignorant at the time and i'm gonna change it it's kind of like like um i was having a conversation with someone the other day like gender pronouns and stuff they're like i just can't keep up I just can't keep up with whatever or like, you know, uh, someone said, is it okay to call someone black? And I was like, well, I'm not black, so I'm not going to tell you yes or no, first of all. And second of all, like it's, it's black history month is what we typically call it. Okay. So maybe it is. We also have the African American museum here in town. So maybe that's what it is. I'm not going to be the one to tell you. And also, if it does change and someone wants to be called, a group of people want to be called something else, then start calling them that. Just like whatever the last thing was, that's what it is. Like, I don't, I don't understand how that's so hard for yeah. people. My, um, 
I guess rule of thumb has always been if someone is truly genuinely trying to learn, trying to educate themselves and trying to better themselves, if they say something that is now considered offensive, I wouldn't take offense to it. And like you said, I'm not black. I am not a minority. I guess I am like I'm a woman, but like, and so I can't make that decision. But for example, my dad and my family in general say a lot of things that personally I consider to be racist or sexist or whatever. And I am constantly calling them out. Yeah. But it's never a malicious call out. It's always like, dad, you can't say that. Dad, don't say that. Say this. Learned behavior. Yes. Like you've got to adjust it. Yes. I know that it's like a habit. I mean, like, I don't want to call like anybody in my family out like this. It's so awful. When I was younger and we would go to a Chinese restaurant, it was literally like, I don't even want to say it. It makes me sick. I knew Chinese food as gook food. Really? Yeah. That's what it was called. And I'm not kidding, Katie. I did not know that that was unacceptable until I went to college. Yeah. Like I mentioned it one time and someone was like, you what? I had no idea that was a slur. Yeah. That that was like offensive. I had no clue. Yeah. I remember we have like a family video of my dad telling my brother to do this racist facial expression and my brother Mm. doing it. And he was like, I don't know, two or three or something. And I'm like, Oh my God, could you imagine telling your kid that? I think I know, coming from the same area that you come from, exactly what you're talking about. Yes. It's a mouth thing, isn't it? Yeah. And 100%. I'm just like, I don't know, it's shocking now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's maybe where we can thank media, Mm -hmm. like for bringing that stuff to our attention because like the BLM movement, like it was amazing. Yeah. There was so much that went on like that I think, I don't know how well it's impacted any person of color you know i'm not in the community so i can't be like yeah that did such a great job but like i know that i was changed by it i thought differently about a whole lot of things i thought differently about the microaggressions that i made and said whenever i was doing anything just little bitty things that they're little to me but they're huge Mm -hmm. and i had no clue Mm -hmm. i had no clue like it brought a lot to my attention so i mean like that's a good thing about the change of media and the overabsorption of everything that's going on i mean you brought up like ukraine like i'm glad that we can very readily access a lot of information about it instead of having to wait until the six o'clock news or whatever and if you miss it you miss it or just wait till the paper tomorrow and see if they got invaded overnight yeah we're literally i mean i saw this so much over the past few days that this is the first time well i guess not the first time in history but like One of the first times where we are, as the world, watching a war unfold on social media in real time. It's almost more chilling, I think, in a way you can dissociate from what's going on because we're so far away in the U.S. or because we're in a different time zone or if you're reading a news story about something that happened a few days ago. But when you know that these bombs are going off right now and you're seeing these videos and these tweets incoming. Yeah, they're like minutes old. It feels real. Awful. Mm -hmm. It is kind of horrible. And I will say I have been kind of ignoring it. Like I was watching the news a lot the past couple days, but I don't know. Like I'm almost like I don't want to get too into it because I know it's going to like make me sick. Yeah. And that's our privilege. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Like we're sitting at this table with this fancy little setup talking about how horrible it is, not really experiencing it, nauseating. 
I mean, you were experiencing it earlier pretty much. You were like hysterically crying. <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. And not to like simplify what's going on by any means, but just, um, I don't know, thinking about fleeing my house with my baby because there's literal bombs outside. And that's Nuts. happening to a girl my age right now with a three-year-old little boy she's leaving her home and her family and her country and doesn't know if she'll be back and or what she could even come back to yeah her whole life is uprooted and changed a person that is kinder than us and smarter than us and deserves so much more than us but just because we were born in different places we don't you know yeah we don't have to deal with that yeah i mean shit though we might I mean, shit could get real. Yeah. Pretty fast. So, I mean. Yeah, but I don't. Not to minimize it. Not to. Yeah, I just don't expect that something to that extent would ever be happening in Evansville, Indiana. No, yeah. I mean, even if like bombs were dropped in the United States, it wouldn't be anywhere around here. No. Closest place would probably be like St. Louis. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I know how scared I was three weeks ago when we had the big ice storm and everyone was expecting power to go out and Vectron was saying could be out for a few days and everyone was saying that everyone was of course doing their usual running to the store getting gas etc and I remember how scared I was because I was going to have a ledger for the next few days if our heat goes out I was like running through these scenarios in my mind I was gathering all of our candles I was gathering all of our water gathering all of our matches and non-perishable food and like what a little problem yes getting all our blankets piled in one room and I'm like people died in Texas over the ice storm like right if we don't have heat the house could get down to negative temperatures maybe not negative probably like 20 degrees mm-hmm. but for days at a time like my baby will be cold you know, so right. I'm like getting out gloves and mittens and blankets and space heaters. And even though I was a dumbass and I'm like, the space heaters are not going to help you, bitch. Like, right. You know, and I just think about the anxiety and the fear leading up to those few days and preparing. That is mm, maybe 0.001% of what these mothers are experiencing. Not even like, a fraction. No. You know, to kind of go off of that with our topic, media and how it's like changed over the years. I mean, when we were little, like, we didn't get updates like that. We didn't get... It wasn't the same. Like, if there was an ice storm coming, yeah, like, we knew about it. But it wasn't like people had the ability to put it out there, too. It was just yeah. what the news said. Like, yeah. you didn't have Facebook where it's like, share this post. Everybody make sure you're ready for X, Y, and Z. Right. Like, dramatizing things. I mean, I, hate- I still think the media controls most of the public narrative. Mm-hmm. But like you said, having all of these different opinions now is so overwhelming and pulls you in a million different directions. And also with like social media algorithms today, you're just confirming what you believe, the confirmation bias over and over again. Right. And so people like our super racist family members are just getting fed all this bullshit. Yes. Constantly just reaffirming what they believe and... That black people are criminals and that Mexicans are stealing your jobs and that gay people have an agenda and that women are murdering babies in every state they can. Right. It's unreal. But like, I feel like we have to have it. Like, I I do feel a responsibility to be informed and to be aware. It would be so easy to just put the blindfold on and to move on and be like, okay, don't know any of that's happening, whatever. I don't really watch the news. 
well, how privileged of you, you know what I mean? To feel like you don't have to be involved. Like, yeah. sure, I'm not the person who is being punished for the most ridiculous things. I mean, like how black people are like, however many times more likely to be incarcerated for mm. however much more time for nonviolent offenses. Right. It's like, sure, I'm not the person who has to deal with it, but like, these are people. Like, someone has to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, unfortunately, a lot of the times it needs to be white people. Yeah. Because we're the ones who created this problem. Right. And it needs to be straight people because they're the ones who created that problem. It needs to be men. They're the one who created that problem. Like, right. yeah, you have to pay attention. I'm sorry. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. I'm gay. I have one minority, but I'm still a white man. I have a lot of privilege. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of privilege. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. But I mean, like with the way that media shows these things to people, it's almost, I don't know, like sometimes I don't know what to believe. Do you only find yourself following accounts that you agree with and that? Oh, well, definitely. I don't know. I mean, like I want to say no, because like I love hearing the other side. I do too. I love hearing it. I want to know why you think that way. Please, Mm -hmm. please tell me. Yeah, like I honestly enjoy watching Tommy Lahren and like Caitlin Bennett videos. Mm -hmm. I enjoy hearing the arguments and being informed about. Oh, I'll flip from CNN to Fox News real quick because I want to see like what they're saying about things. Like what, what's your defense Mm -hmm. for this behavior? What's your, what's your spin Mm -hmm. on whatever's going on? Because uh, I can't find one. Yeah. I'd love to know what your reasoning is behind yeah. this. And sometimes I hear things from CNN that I'm like, oh, that's a little extreme. That's yeah, come not, on now. You know. Yeah, that's a little much. I yeah. don't. Well, I mean, like we said earlier, like, you know, if you go back to kind of what we're talking about with cancel culture, like, it's just so extreme. Like, I, it's always got to be like this or that. It really depends on what the problem is. Because I mean, like, if it's a problem that doesn't affect me, I have no say. Mm-hmm. I have no say. I will be informed and I will advocate for those people who are being unjustified by whatever it is. But mm-hmm. I don't have a stance on abortion. I mean, I do. I have a personal stance on abortion, but like it doesn't affect me. In I'm not my a woman. opinion, though, men should not be able to vote about anything that has to deal with a woman's body. Well, first of all, I think there just need to be more women who are voting. Or yeah. More like. Not well, like more women people. representation right. in government. Yeah, definitely. But I, I also agree. And now, I mean, if we're going to talk about abortion, though, the only thing that I will say is like men are affected by pregnancy. They are. Like if, if you get the woman pregnant and you're having a baby, you're affected by the pregnancy minimally, minimally. Like your say is very limited. I still don't think they should get a vote in well, I don't think the government. I don't think the government should be able at all no. to regulate what happens to anyone's bodies, men or no. women. Like it just that shouldn't ever be a question. Yeah, I think that should be kept separate, and yeah. uh, men and women should be able to go to their healthcare providers and get the information that they need and make decisions for themselves. Like mm-hmm. it should never be made in a courtroom or right. a Senate seat. Along should not with be fucking that. laws about religion or not laws about religion but laws justified by religion i'm just like so fucking over this is what the bible says i don't care oh i've never i don't fucking care oh i've literally never cared like i've read the bible Mm -hmm. i feel that i'm a christian i identify as a christian i do not want this government ruled by what the bible says right because you know people aren't christian a lot yeah why why would what i think matters to like these people's exactly bodies and their lives the exactly. way that they live their lives that's ridiculous i yeah. think as long as you're not actively hurting another person there should not be a law against it i don't even 100%. think sh- i don't even think drugs should be illegal no i don't either i think the drugs should be entirely legal yeah 
Like, I don't think we should have speed limits. Oh, okay, I think that Let's we should just have speed go limits. full fucking. Katie, I think we Autobahn. should have speed limits. <laughs> yeah. I don't. 120 miles an hour. Like, if you die, you die. Sorry. I don't think we should have taxes or speed limits or anything. I, I think, think we, we should have taxes. All live in the fucking woods. And we just, talked like, about media, barter, and trade. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. That's um, my dream is to like live off grid, but I feel like I can't. Oh my god, I never could. I'm sorry. Do you know how much dirt is in the woods? <laughs> get away from me. I'm talking like a glamping style. I would need electricity. <laughs> I know. And like, so you need a grid and you need taxes, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> taxes would have to pay for like some of the power lines that are into the glamp, oh, glamp location. Like, it's true. It's definitely going to have to happen. Do we have any idea what we're talking about? Probably not. Um, we're talking about media. Well, and you know what? Media though really does influence all of those things because tell me why you want to live in the woods. TikTok? No. I'm on college court TikTok. Like I want to go like live in the woods and like cut my grass with a scythe in romania i just think a simple life is desirable as i get older like we share a common idea of not wanting to work traditional jobs i'm not i i don't feel i'm a lazy person i definitely want to garden for my food and want to go on walks every day and want to but at least capitalism yes but i feel (laughs) that capitalism has influenced well it's made it almost impossible yes to enjoy your life it drains so like going to work every day of the week drains me of any ambition that i had to do anything else forever and that's what it was supposed to do 100% 100% it's supposed to keep the working class the working class yes which you- is shocking to me that like our parents and grandparents wanted that for us when really like modern capitalism what we are doing like five day work week has only been around for 100 years that's shocking to me that we like based our entire system off that when living off grid and like trading goods and services has been around for centuries do you think that the media has any influence over that yes i think they have a large portion of the blame it's always been just like tv shows movies like it's the american dream like you want to work hard and build a business and have a good family and you want to do all these things and everything's so perfect and you never see like the gross like the awful part Mm -hmm. you never see the part where they fall down and like are on their knees you know ruined I mean, like, whenever I had a image in my head of what I was going to do whenever I graduated and, you know, where I was going to go and, you know, where I was going to work and the type of work I would be doing, nothing like what I'm doing right now. Right. I mean, because you have to take what you can get, one, and also devastating life events happen, two. I mean, and you don't ever get to see those, like, uh, again, with media. Like, no one posts, I had a really, really bad day today because X, Y, and Z And I mean, sometimes they do. I mean, it's becoming a little less stigmatized to like have, you know, some mental health issues where Mm -hmm. you're like, you know, my life kind of sucks today. Um, But I don't really think like no one really broadcasts those, especially like celebrities or like people who you think their life is perfect. Like it's so not perfect. And I know that's not a new thing to be saying. I don't feel like I've come to any like great epiphany that no one else has had. But I mean, like I do think the media is to blame. You have this idea in your head about what it's supposed to be because of what you've seen. And I don't know. I think it. that's more like human nature wanting to project a perfect image that other people envy or just wanting to project a, a better image of yourself to yourself, right. honestly. Um, like fake I it think till you like, make it. You believe yeah, it yourself. I don't think that was so much the media as it was like social media. I you mean, that's a form of media. I know. I was going to say, I, I feel like But I guess media. when you say media, I think of like news channels rather than 
personal accounts on socials oh i think all media just like okay. in any form of media like newspapers magazines social media tv yes. news movies yeah forums yeah. like i mean they're just like reddit yeah reddit is just big strings of conversations yeah and you get to kind of see like what i don't know some days i doing. love being connected with the world at my fingertips and some days i just fucking hate it and i just like want to delete everything and not ever it's a blessing and a curse get online again I think I hate it more than I like it, uh, but I love TikTok. I but I think that's why I like TikTok because it's like don't, curated you to will like. You have to take Tiki Toki out of my cold, dead hands, literally. Oh, a hundred percent. I think it's more the attention span thing for me. So as we approach the end, what are our takeaways? I think mine is media has changed so much over time that it has changed faster than our ability to keep up with it. You know, we've we've talked a lot about like all the different changes that have happened throughout history and like the way that we view things now versus then because of the way that media has impacted us. It's accelerating beyond our ability to keep up with it. And it's it's really frustrating at times, I think, for people like us who are living in that like boom of media because we went from like not having it basically at all. Like I didn't even have Internet at my house until I was in like late middle school. Right. We just didn't have it like we do now, you know, like the younger generation like gen z they've always had it Mm -hmm. you know they were able to adapt to it a little bit quicker than we were and like you know we're on the cusp and everything but it's just it's a little too fast for me it's a lot to keep up with you know like the changing technologies but maybe like that's a good takeaway is don't feel that you have to keep up with it because media shouldn't dictate your life and again i know that's hard for people that work around it constantly but your first thought shouldn't be let me share this to people that don't know me or to people that met me once in freshman English class you know and same same from the opposite perspective like you shouldn't be consumed with every detail of someone that is not a core person in your life like I do want to know a lot of details about the people that are important to me but also it doesn't matter to me like what you had for lunch today and I think that just like clutters up our brain a lot and I don't think that that's healthy Right. Reduce media consumption for sure. I'd say that for anybody, no matter what like their screen time is or we love Rugrats VHS. Love Orange One. Rugrats and so. I can't believe that like Ledger knows how to he knows how to do everything. Unreal. On like an iPad and he's four. That's insane. Which is my fault as a parent, but also he just learns very quickly and screens make it so easy to learn. Yeah. Everything's like touch screen and just a swipe. Oh my gosh, quick. and we just had an hour of issues with this technology yeah we should have gotten ledger in here to do yeah, it yeah he probably would have fixed it right away 100 percent. he would unplug that from the wall and said here's your problem <laughs> dumbasses <laughs> god how crazy to think that our children are going to think about us the way that we think about our parents when we're teaching them oh, media stuff or technology like it's so frustrating and whenever my mom was still alive she would call me and she would be like hey will you google something and i'll be like mom if you can't use google like the simplest tool the internet has to offer i can't help you yeah you're a lost cause like i would get so frustrated i would be like oh my god like you are so frustrating that is completely insane (laughs) that you can't use google you literally type in google and then you type in what you want to know i don't know how else to explain it to you or like the call button like my mom's phone would ring and she would be like uh how do i answer this and I would be like, well, uh, press the fucking green button. Green has always meant go. 
Every, it's always meant go. Since the dawn good. of time. It's always meant go. Good. Yes. Green. Green light. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> yep. Check mark. Green check mark. Good. Uh, and then instead of like sliding over the call, she's like tapping the green. Oh she's like, God. it's not working. I know. I'm like, it literally <laughs> says slide. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my god! Yeah, but are are not not my again kids. the attention span thing. I think that makes us like frustrated quicker. Yeah, because when like something is not working immediately, I'm pissed, and that's something I need to work on. <laughs> I feel like it takes a lot for me to get like that's good even remotely upset. I'm like one of those people who doesn't care about anything right like at all. I'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, with our little setup, it took you I don't know thirty minutes. Yeah, I, I would have given up after five. I wasn't that frustrated. I was like <laughs> putting my hand on it and everything. I was like, I was like, just do it. Put it on the seat. Just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> you were like, put it on the fucking seat. See if that works. Just humor me, Brad. Come on. I was like, fuck off, Katie. That's not gonna change anything. I know it's and not. It Look at it. Did not. <laughs> It did not. I was like, I'm looking at it right here. This light is flashing. It is telling me that there is an issue. Put it on the seat. Just humor me. <laughs> oh I did. God. And it didn't work. Well, anyways, thank you, Katie, for having me in your lovely home. Of course. And for being on my lovely podcast. It's so good to hear from you. I love being able to chat with you and especially being able to share that with other people so they feel like they get to talk to us too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I feel like I never get to talk to you, so it's such a treat. All right, well, leave Brad a five-star review. And I will put Katie's socials below, and I will link mm-hmm. her Cookie Cutter podcast. Check Please give pod. it a listen. It's amazing. 10 out of 10. Thank you all for listening. All Bye-bye. Right, bye. Bye.